What's up, y'all? So we are back with another episode of Wholesome Black Girl. And I just want to, we're doing a solo episode today because we just want to talk about where we at in life, like in regards to like love, like what we doing career-wise, um, just everything, really. Um, do you want to do a mental health check-in first or you want me to go? Mm, <laughs> I can go first. Okay. So mental health check-in. I am a lot better than where I was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. like a week ago. Um, I'm still grieving my uncle. However, um, just thinking about his role in my life and how I always said, like, I wasn't around a man that, like, showed love and was very, like, committed. When I ta- when I think back on his relationship with my aunt, which was his wife, for, like, right. over 30 years, mm-hmm. I'm like, no. Like, I was telling my therapist, I was like, he was a man. Like, he was a man. He might have complained about my aunt. He may have complained about doing whatever he needed to do or she needed mm-hmm. from him. But nothing in this world would stop him from doing something Period. for her. Like, he could be dead in his sleep, and she's like, I need to go here and there. He's going to get his ass up, cuss her out, mm-hmm. but get up and do it. And I'm like, no. like, And even the way that he took care of me and my other cousins um, with her, like, he would take us on walks with their dog. Mm-hmm. He would, like, make sure that we were fed. When she wanted to go to the casino, we would be in the car with him. He would be asleep feeding us like so so was he kind of like a father figure he was more so than the man that took the role like for my mom which is another uncle of mine but he's a selfish man i love him (laughs) still too but he just really was like a bad dad like he just really was bad but he not only was a father figure to me but he showed me what a real committed marriage is like. Like, he mm-hmm. did till death do them part. Like, he, even if he thought she was doing something, he would be blowing up her phone. <laughs> <laughs> you better not be with no nigga. Energy. And I was just like, <laughs> yo, like, no matter how much he complained, like, no matter how much he be like, massive eye roll, because my aunt is like a handful. Right. I was like, he loved her so much. Like, there mm-hmm. was no denying it. Mm-hmm. So, like... With, I guess it was like a blessing and a curse. Like, it opened my eyes up. Right. Um, And, like, also let me know, like, what I want out of a person. Mm-hmm. And even from myself. Like, I want to be able to commit myself to a person like that. Like, no matter how much yeah. I, like, complain or be like, oh, my gosh, this nigga is getting on my fucking nerves. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to show up for him. Because, like, right. that's my, like, that's my person. Like, they mm-hmm. were like, that was his, that was his wife. And she was, that was her husband. Right. Sure. I definitely desire that too. Like I definitely meet my person. Um, but I mean, do you have any good news that like happened for you these past couple weeks? Um I'm just still here. Like I don't I'm not like in such a dark place. Like nothing really is going on. Mm-hmm. Like I guess like just me being able to still have my job and still be able to like have like flourishing friendships and relationships and stuff like that um right getting like headways on like me moving out mm-hmm. god willing it'll happen before my birthday or it near will my birthday we gonna manifest it but like for sure it's just like mm-hmm. me just actually being like stable 
Right. Like my mind That's is not working against me. That's definitely something to be grateful for too, just to be stable. Um, for me, my mental health check in. Uh, I don't know. I be having some days where I be feeling like unstoppable and like on top of the world. And then I have recently I've discovered like I've had days where I'm just very numb. Mm-hmm. Like you ever be so depressed where like you can't cry. Yeah. But like you, you just nothing. numb as fuck. You don't feel anything. And that's just how I've been like mm-hmm. these past couple of days. I think it has a lot to do with like just work and adjusting to adulthood and also, I'm going through like a lot of changes. Like, um, like I'm supposed to be moving soon, and I always get nervous, like when something big is about to happen, because mm-hmm. I feel like something bad is going to happen at the same time. So I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of numb. Um, I also, I don't want to say I'm completely, completely numb. I just have some days where I'm just very numb. But I've also had like a situation where like somebody that I was dealing with, um, they actually told me that they wasn't like. After after half a year, they told me that like they wasn't feeling me. Basically, I, okay. I, <laughs> let's not let's. He didn't. He didn't say that. He just said that he, he said would he rather wasn't be drawn. Friend. He wasn't drawn to me romantically. Romantically, which that would hurt so, anybody's feelings. Yeah. However, he did. He did still say that he wanted to be a part of your life, and that he believed in you and what you want to do for your career and, and i respect and that i'm gonna always have love for him and you know uh, uh, i'm always support him um but like that was I don't what know. i was gonna I ask kinda, you i was bitch. like do what can i do i have to stop listening to the music <laughs> <laughs> no you know i still support like just from far because it's like i can't once i liked you i can't be like friends with you. well that's not true I guess with him, it was like a different level of like for me because, mm-hmm. oh my God, I really don't want to be saying this kind of stuff. I know he he watches it, but it's like... Well, fuck it. <laughs> he should know how you feel, like actually. Um. Okay. So it was like a different level of like that I had for him compared to like the other guys that I've mm-hmm. dealt with. Like the other guys that I dealt with, like, I don't know. I feel like they was like real dickheads. <laughs> And I don't feel like this particular person, like, yeah, like, because we was talking about he it in the group some chat. Dick sh- he, he did, did some, some dickhead, dickhead shit. shit. However, but, he's not a dickhead. Yeah, he's not. We so, not slandering you. Yeah, I I really liked him. So it's like, once I, I like you that, in that manner, I can't just. I think that you really liked him. But I also think that you romanticized him a little. Just because it was like, he was so vastly different from what you dealt with before yeah and i think i just naturally just got excited like when you've never dealt with somebody like that and you finally like come across it you just Mm -hmm. naturally you get excited so i think that's what that was um in some ways you took the humanity out of him though because it was like he's this person like this big person that like i finally found the person that i like i could see myself actually like having a connection with and also, like, he he checked a lot of those boxes off, though. Like, a lot yeah. of the boxes. I do feel like he... <laughs> I feel like he lied about a lot of shit, though. Yeah, I feel like, like he was definitely watching we them fucking stories. The, we was, we was uh, talking about this shit in the group chat. <laughs> he, morphed, he morphed into that nigga. Like, but it was easy because he had already had some of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, to be honest, right. he said... Oh, this is me, but I could play it up a little bit. That's how I feel. That's how I feel, too. I, and I thought I was the only one that felt that way, but... You know, um, 
I'm cool. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be good. Um, Just because I wasn't the one for him, which I didn't necessarily like want a relationship with him. I was just like kind of interested in like exploring, like, yeah, just seeing how things went and just, um, yeah, just, just seeing where, how far that would go. But I mean, I'm cool just because I wasn't the one for him. That don't mean shit because I'm the one for me. Period. Period. So... Um, that's where, that's really where I'm at. Like, I was super, my feelings was really hurt over there. Like, really, really hurt. Um, and rightfully so, though. Cause, like, yeah, rightfully so. It's a, it's a lot more I want to say, but I'm not going to say because, because I'm still kind of irritated about it. Oh. Um, it's a lot more that I want to say. I felt bad because, like, I, uh, the, the day after, I kind of, like... <laughs> I was at work. You didn't tell me that. I was part. at work. She I was told like, me everything working. else. She well, no, you did tell me like No, I was working an overnight shift and I started thinking about the shit and I like sent him like a little essay and I'm like, damn. And I, and I kinda I ain't cursed him out. I just told him like he was a fuck nigga. Cause he he it's like people probably gonna be confused watching this because I'm not saying everything that yeah. I feel and what was going on, but like he did some fuck nigga shit to me and I got confirmation from I talked to my granddad about it too. Oh, and he, he, my he granddad said, was so mad. He was like, now Camry. He was like, <laughs> he was like, Camry. He was like, I don't care what that man tell you. He was like, he he been showed you that he only likes you in that kind of way. And I'm like, yeah, now, I said, now. Now. <laughs> we we in the group chat did be we were like now Camry let's <laughs> assess the situation and I feel like I feel like even I had said like did you ever consider that he just want to be friends with you and it was actually the day before he actually said all that stuff and yeah. you were like I'm gonna be but so I mad figured, if you do I that. had figured that though but it, what pissed me off is that like I will always ask him I'd be like. You know, like, do you even fuck with me? Do you like me like that? And he be he be telling me like, oh no, like you overthinking it. Like relax. Like because niggas are really crazy and, like that. And that's that's also what made me mad because it's like I would constantly ask you like because he would just do certain stuff that would just give off like, oh I don't really fuck with you like that. But look, look, look. long story short, never ever ever tell a man. How you feel about him? Like, kill yourself before you do that. Hang yourself before you okay, tell a man how you feel. That. Shoot yourself in the head before you tell a man how you feel. Don't ever do that. Unless he does it to you. Unless he tells you first that he likes you, do not do not be like me. Don't be a dumb bitch like me. But <laughs> that's, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of over the whole dating thing. Like, I'm just going to focus on myself right now. Like, I'm kind of over it. Like, my feelings get hurt too much and <laughs> I just would rather not deal with the male species right now I kind of like hate them so I think it was a mixture of like for, for real for real I think it was a mixture of you not wanting to see certain things and then him like telling you what you wanted to hear right like you would be like what does this mean and we'd be like no, because he's so right. fucking vague. Yeah, like that don't I, sound But then right. again, I also think it's because like I do have anxiety, so I'll be thinking like maybe I'm overthinking it. Like yeah, maybe like I you'll really talk am. So that's why it. I would always ask him. I'd be like, yeah. you know. But then instead of him being honest, like completely honest, he would just be like, no, no. And you know them artsy niggas, the they shit. got away with words. Like they, they really do. Like they. <laughs> I like, can't. What did you say in the group chat about them RT niggas? What did you say? Damn, I don't remember. You know, I just be saying <laughs> shit. 
But they have a way with words. And I feel like, I also feel like a lot of men, they do a lot of like, fuck nigga shit. But like, and they cursive. think, yeah, and cursive. And they think that like, they a good dude because they didn't go about it the way. I said it a in a calm voice. Yeah. I said, like it's like I said I didn't want a relationship with you but I didn't say bitch I don't want to be with you I said I don't think I, I'm not drawn to you romantically he'd always be speaking in cold like it was always that like that's that's nothing now that I think of it now that I think back on it like the nigga was always speaking in cold and it would just irritate me like I remember oh this is when I should have known I remember one time I was like do you even like me and he was like what do you mean by like, like I still can't get over that we should have let it you it was a lot that. of shit bro like it I, was a lot and, of stuff and people again people that's watching it probably gonna be a little confused because I'm not even saying everything but it was but a lot was just, of shit that I had picked up it on. was little I want to give though. an example y'all I want to give an example because I feel like I should be able to speak on this and this is, he the one who did it to I, you yeah I, I think I should be able to speak on this first of all this particular person, I don't want... Oh, my God. I don't want to give fuck. away... Okay, fuck Girl, it. fuck it. We're this, already here. Fuck it. This particular person, they had, like, a showcase or whatever. And they was performing. Mind you, he invited me. He was over at my crib, and I was like, oh, you know, I I noticed that he kept posting, like, a um like a flyer for this event. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I saw this. You got, like, a, a concert coming up or whatever. He was like, yeah, you should come. I'm like, oh, all right. But I said, I'll come. I invited my friends that was in the um, group chat. Shout out Killa to Lex came. and Erica. Yes, Killer came, and mind you, I, we we go we get there like pretty early. Um, kind of early. We like, Niggas didn't even have their costumes like the first on. People there, and he saw he saw me and Kella, and he did not speak to me whatsoever. And then um, my other two friends came. He still ain't, still ain't speak to me at all. And mind you, I'm very embarrassed because. I'm very I was very supportive of this nigga and I'm I'm just a genuine ass person. So when he used to post like his little freestyles and stuff and like his videos and all that stuff, I would send it in a group chat. I'd be like, yo, like y'all need to check this nigga out. Like he talented as fuck. So imagine you going to a nigga, you that supportive of a nigga. In like the, you, in, you in the group chat. Yes, so it's like, like you us. listening to his music. And again, I still listen to his music. Like it's it's no bad blood or nothing. But this is just my experience. But imagine you listening to a nigga like you supportive as fuck. You go to his showcase and he don't even speak to you. So Until he perform like or whatever. Yeah, he perform like or whatever. Later. And then he get off the stage. And that's when I go over to him. I'm like, I told him, like, oh, you know, you did a good job. I'm proud of you. Da, 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 da. We hug or whatever. And then I'm like, so you wasn't going to speak to me? He was like, oh, um, I was just... You know, um, it was just I was getting ready, like I was doing my sound check, which is a I'm goddamn like, I, motherfucking I just let it go lie. because I was kind of under the influence, and I didn't want to like, <laughs> I didn't want to like curse the nigga out, so I just let it go. But um, now that I like think back on it, that's fucked up, and I ain't even deser- a bitch like me ain't even deserve no shit like that. Nobody like, deserves nobody to be deserves, treated especially like that. somebody that supports you in that kind of way. I ain't deserve that and at it's all. It's not like it was gonna make shit hot. It wasn't gonna make Real it shit, seem you like y'all just was came like over really and said hi. I was not even that far from the man. And then even after his sound and he check, kept on looking yes, over. It's and, like we see you. And see even us, after his sound you. check was over, he still ain't come over and say nothing. He didn't to say us. nothing at, he, all. at all. He didn't. He waited until after he performed, which is like I had to get him. Yeah, he was like I had to get my mind right. I said we watched you. 
say hello to e- literally everybody. everybody that in the shit room. was embarrassing as fuck. And if you watching this, that's some dickhead ass shit. Again, it's still love for you, still support from but afar. That was just, but that was some dickhead ass shit. And a bitch shit. like me did not. I did not deserve no shit like that. It was very embarrassing. It was very yeah. humiliating. And I remember Kayla was pissed off. Kayla was pissed. She was like, "Do you want me to say something?" Because I'm like, do you not see this girl standing over here? Like, you invited us to an event. You invited her. Don't even think about me and the other two girls yeah. that was with us. You invited someone. It was someone, very embarrassing. And everyone else that you invited gets a hug, gets a conversation, and then she has to go up to you all because you don't want to make shit hot. It doesn't fucking matter. Y'all don't even have to. It's not like we You could have just said hi, you know, like... Exactly, That's like it. you acting like the girl was asking you to slap her on the ass and kiss her yeah. on the mouth. <laughs> Real fucking shit. Like, like that shit was just very embarrassing like, for me. It was very was humiliating. It was. It was really a lot of shit that he did that I just, I just let slide because I'm like, no, I'm just overthinking it. Like I'm, I'm overthinking it. And then I would come to him about it, and he would tell me I was overthinking it. So I, I, you know, I just. I don't know why I ignored this shit though, but that was that was very fucking embarrassing. I did not deserve that at yeah. all. And now I know like what kind like I'm never gonna fuck with a nigga like that. Like one I feel like I think that again. once you get clear on like what's anxiety and what's intuition, mm-hmm. that'll be an easier match yeah. to me. Cause yep. like like just to piggyback off of what you were saying with your situation, like my situation is like kind of the opposite mm-hmm. where like my my intuition is telling me that he means well, but my anxiety is like very high and I'm like waiting for shit to fuck up. So, I'm right. so sorry, babe. I know you're watching <laughs> this, but like I can I even have times where I like get real standoffish with him, mm-hmm. too, because I'm just like he has so much ammunition to hurt me like anything could happen and like everybody else around me even my mom is like oh gosh like we're all so terrified because like I know like I don't know how I'm gonna necessarily like recover if like he really does break my heart because I've been like the most the most vulnerable with him Mm -hmm. like the amount of comfortability that I have with him and like him with me too like but sometimes I'd be like yo this all could be a fucking joke. Like, I be in my head constantly, even though, like, my heart is telling me, like, no, this is a good person. Like, he's actually, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. he's actually, like, showing up for you in the ways that, like, he can and that he is. And I'm just, like... I just, when I I start liking somebody, I always get nervous and anxious. Yeah. Because I just always um, expect for things to end. And it's also, like, and I, I understand that everybody that you meet in your life, they're not going to be there for... Yeah. Like, not every single person is going to be in your life for a long time. I get that. But it's just, like, a lot of times, like, like for example, the person that I just recently just stopped fucking with, like, I wasn't even trying to, like, get to know him at all. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I really wasn't at first. Like, like he, how he, it started... He did pull that out of you, like, which is, like, so... Yeah. Which is how, so, like predatory <laughs> when you really think about it again yeah, there's no like, love lost between no both of us. it's We're just really talking not about but it's just in general ex- but he don't see it that way at all like he don't like i explained it to him and everything like i broke it down to him he really don't see like what he did wrong like at all and this is the thing like how it started was basically like i i came across a nigga instagram page and i thought he was fine as shit and i dm'd him and i'm like yeah, yeah you know like 
Uh, I, and I we just don't like need I had DM an appreciation. Like, we don't yeah, need this yeah, DM real shit. I was just like telling him I had an appreciation for his for his art or whatever. And you know, we wanted up fuck it or whatever. And after that, after we fucked and we had good chemistry that same night or whatever, I noticed I'm like, I already got the vibe that like he didn't really want nothing serious. Like, I already got that vibe. So I'm like, oh, all right, I'm gonna just play my position, I'm gonna just be cool. I was very like reluctant to even get to know him. I was very like iffy. Yeah, like very iffy. Like I, very all I would, I would just ask. Yeah, I would just ask him for a dick. That's all I would ask him for. And then one day I had posted something, and it it was like, um, I don't I don't want to I don't want to say it because I want people to know who I'm talking about. But I had posted something interesting, and he I remember he liked it, and then he had texted me. He was like, oh, um. Why don't he was like from now he was like from now on why don't you just uh oh, mention yeah, stuff like this that you like like why don't you open up more he was like you um you always asking for dick but you never like you know show me this kind of stuff that you're into and I'm just like oh <laughs> I'm like oh I said okay so this nigga must really have an interest in me yeah like wouldn't you think that as a woman like if you just fucking somebody at first y'all just fucking and then I know where they be like oh I would like for you to um. To show me some more stuff that like you're into or like just stuff like that. Why don't you I think like, sure oh, think this person is interested in me? So it's like, but also like, then I think about niggas mm-hmm. and like, I was even I was even talking to like my man just about niggas in general. Like, why pull all of that out of somebody? Like, why would you pull anything out of anybody? Right. Like that. If you only want to have a sexual relationship or you only want to be friends. Exactly. And he was like, just saying that he was basically saying that vulnerability and friendship go hand in hand when you really think about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, don't like you have to make. One thing I want men to do is make things abundantly clear through, and through he words. Did not. That's what words, I'm saying. Though I'm like, his actions were showing like, hey, I want a friendship, but his words were not. And I feel like, and he may not have even really wanted to be manipulative, but he still wanted you there. Like I think that he genuinely enjoys you as a person. Like yeah. he genuinely likes to be around you and talk to you, and like. And have like conversation with you, but he didn't know how to tell you that without thinking like I'ma lose her in general. Which I'm like, I feel like if he was more honest from the jump, then y'all it would have been like him asking for a friendship. He really, he really wasn't like he had told me like when he texted me that whatever. Cause he told me that he came to this conclusion that like he's not drawn to me like romantically while he was on After some fucking he- trip. <laughs> Why he was on some fucking trip? He I must said, have did shrooms or something. Yo, yo, Russian. <laughs> he must have did shrooms. I don't know, but he said he came to this realization because it was just a very life changing trip for him or whatever. And he said Nigga, that's please. when he came. Oh. To- I'm sorry. <laughs> it, may, it may have been. It may have been. Shit. He said that's when he came to that realization. I said, okay. I said, what, so, man, what changes your life to just no, be like? No, I eh, said so. You, like I said so. You've liked me platonically this whole time, correct? And he was like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm confused then. I'm just so confused because if you didn't only like me platonically, so how is it that how is it that you go to this particular place and now all of a sudden it's just like, oh, now I, I don't even like her in the other way. That means you've been felt that way. Yeah. Like, am I, am I, I stupid or something? Like, it means you've been felt that way. Literally. And also, like, they're so, like, relationships are so intricate. Like, I was just, because <laughs> my man asked me if if we was, 
Like, would I fuck him if we was just friends? And I was like, hell fucking no. <laughs> he was like, but you don't think that we have a friendship in this? Then I started to think. Mm. I didn't tell him that he was like kind of right. So shout out to you. You was kind of right when I really think about it. Because it's just <laughs> like, yikes, low key, that is a friendship. If you open up to somebody and mm-hmm. take like... And y'all not like in a romantic, like a romantic relationship. Like there's no title on it. Technically, mm-hmm. that is a friendship. A friendship. Mm-hmm. But you just be bumping private parts sometimes. <laughs> so Bridget. now the way that I look at everything is so much different because I'm like, fuck out of here, nigga. Mm-hmm. You're not fucking right because I'm I mean, not fucking my friends. But I, I, I really would have been content if he could, if he would have just, we would have just been fuck buddies and that's it. Like you yeah. just fuck me. And then leave. Cause you he this nigga, we would fuck and he, you staying around three, four hours, like, come on, leave, leave me the fuck alone. Like you like you did not have to do all Taking that. Shit, then, like, no. <laughs> talking to me on the phone for hours and hours and hours, and then like things are progressing. I feel like I'm getting to know him more, he gets to know me more. And it's just like, just leave me the fuck alone. Like I was really cool. Like you did not have to point it out on me. I was oh, really cool with but us that's just the thing. fucking. Like I, think I was that cool he with really it. wasn't cool with y'all just fucking. I think that he really wanted to be your friend. But like, why would you? But the basis, but the con, the the basis of our situation started from me having a crush on you. So why would I? That was my thing. That was my thing. I said, why would you? segue into that like, exactly why you, that's what killer bitch you, like why would you have sex with me first i feel that's like that's what i'm saying but just, niggas we don't just went, like went tit for tat type shit like we just gonna flirt a little bit exactly then, I, have a, like, I have like like i'm not gonna lie Ooh, ugh. like when i was younger a lot of my male friendships was like that mm-hmm. like there was a a tad bit of sexual tension there. Right. Like I've I've since grown out of that. <laughs> but like when I was younger, there was definitely sexual tension there. Like it was either sexual tension coming from both parties or one party. Like the, you you going to get your shit off. Mm-hmm. Like you going to see how far you can take it. Right. But y'all was still friends like y'all still like at 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 some some level, y'all there. Y'all shared a a, a mm-hmm. type of vulnerability there. You like learned the person, but it's like I ain't let none of them niggas touch touch me, right? Because that's where lines get murky. Mm-hmm. Because vulnerability, like you but can see, you can you can vulnerability. I don't mean to cut you off. Another thing that kind of pissed me off about it is that first of all, you tell me that oh I don't want nothing serious. Okay, cool. For one. He never told me that, like, at all. Because, and I know he never told me that because if he did, my ass would have been like, "Oh, all right, cool." Like, I'm a, I'm a fall back. But it's like you allowed me to. I, I always told him that I, I liked him a lot. You yeah. allowed me to be so open and like you allowed me to be so in a way. Like he don't know everything about me, yeah. but in a way, I was kind of like vulnerable with up. him. Like, and you saw that. You're and sure. once you see that. And you know that you don't want nothing like serious at all. That's when you should step in and you should tell somebody, hey, you know, like, I appreciate you being like, you know, open with me and like vulnerable with me. But I just want to clarify, like, I don't want nothing like serious. Like, that's yeah. when you should step in and say something. So or it's you like, can really I be like, like a clown. You can really be like, I really want a friends with benefits situation. Exactly. Like, we and are you friends. And you should have did that early on. Like, yeah. this is like... Like a year. And you could really be honest, like, hey, this is what I mean by like 
what are the boundaries that you have for a friends with benefits situation? Like, nah, it, we are really friends because it seems like it seems like to me that he needs a a, a lot better of a connection to keep on having sex with a person. And that's probably why he was trying to pull stuff out of you because, like, he still wanted to have sex with you mm-hmm. until the celibacy thing. Oh, yeah. I feel but, like that's... Mm, you know what? Let me stop. Let me stop. He still wanted to have sex with you, but he was like, I don't feel like... Let me connect because I feel like the sex would be better. Which, like, a lot of... Like, you know, a lot of artsy niggas are like that. A lot of artsy niggas they are like that. Are. They really do put a lot of emotion into sex mm-hmm. and it's just like that's where every time, that's when bitch, every time I would have sex with him like I felt I don't know about him but on my end like it just felt so like I don't know it felt so passionate compared to like the niggas I fucked before like it just felt like so emotional <laughs> that's how I exactly. felt in the moment when he pulled that out of you and I just I, I, I don't know like I don't fuck with it I don't fuck with it but let's change the topic because I don't want to talk about this man yeah, not too much. The whole, not too yeah, much. not too much. Not too much. But we were just talking about like, um, just like love, like the the topic of love, like when it comes to music. Yeah, like it's a lack, a lack of it. You were saying yeah. something like that. Well, shout out to my man again. Hate to bring <laughs> you up again. Not hate it, but like, come on, these niggas gonna get tired of me talking about my man, my man, my man. <laughs> but um, I was asking him today, like, what should we, what should we like talk about, like. We knew that we were going to address, like, the whole situation and whatever. Bitch, now we got to bleep out his <laughs> We got to bleep out. It's okay. We're going to bleep out his name. We're going to bleep out his name. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. Continue. <laughs> it's really fine. We can bleep it out, Kayla. It's really Damn, fine. We're going to bleep girl. it out. Girl. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> what was you saying? Now we should. Now what we should do <laughs> is really let it out. <laughs> Real shit. We we should, but we ain't gonna do that. But we're baby. not gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. Um, we we knew we were gonna address that situation. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, "I don't know. Let me think about it. I don't know. I think every man is a liar. So I really I do. think I really think that he was going like actually like pull through. Sorry, sorry. That's trauma <laughs> right there. However, like he texted like while we were actually like trying to figure it out, and it was like about how there's no love in the music. Wait, hold on. Let me just read what it said. <laughs> it's definitely not a read. lot of love in the music. I feel like everything is like toxicity in the in the music scene today. He said, talk about how there's a lack of love being exuded in records today. He's a grandpa because like <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lack of love in the music and how it trickles down to our everyday life. And then he's put black love in quotations <laughs> because a lot of music is very toxic. Like, yeah. I just don't hear. I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. I think it does exist. But I feel like we don't pay attention to those artists. A lot of they, like, they don't get a lot of recognition. Um, but, those artists that do sing about love and just. But even love today is not as um, full. What do you mean by that? I think that a lot of people are um, very content with surface level. I think oh, yeah, that, I'm not content. With, I want it deep. <laughs> I think that people don't understand that love is not only a word, but it's an action. action. When you love someone, you show up for them. And showing up can look very different for different people. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're being completely real, completely frank... Love 
does not always feel good all the time because you don't feel good all the time. Right. And you're not always going to like the person that you love. Like, and that's yeah. where that's where people are, I think, is the problem. Mm-hmm. When we talk about love, it's always like, it has to be like some type of fairy tale. And then like, even people was getting mad at like Michelle Obama for talking about the, the yeah, her I... marriage and how like she was like for a good 10 years, which is when like the primitive years of when you're raising a kid, two kids, mm-hmm. like she was like, I like there was such a disconnect. Why? Because she was a and lawyer that's... and he was like actually a politician like relationships. She was like relationships are not always 50 50, especially when y'all are both doing things and especially if you like especially if you're in a heterosexual relationship especially with a lifestyles like what was she a lawyer and yeah like that's and 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 he was a politician yeah and like during the time where she was child rearing he was really running for president stupid whores (laughs) (laughs) yeah didn't she say something along the lines of like barack wasn't like she was doing more with the parenting or something like that compared to Barack, and that's what of was course. making her upset. And I, it was making her yeah. upset because she was like, "Well, I'm a lawyer," but then I was like, "Now, Miss Michelle, <laughs> sister girl, a lawyer or the president?" I'm cracking up. <laughs> you know, like I you do, big mama now, but like sometimes though, I do feel like men like because I don't know Barack Obama like politics aside. Um, That's a Leo and him man. Being a, a shitty and him being nigga. a war criminal aside, like he does seem like a a cool, like genuine man, like as as a husband. So I feel like sometimes like men they and don't niggas even just realize. don't be knowing. Yeah, I feel like men they don't even don't realize know. that they doing certain shit, and that's that's what that's what that was. And like, you have to be okay with like understanding that. Like, and they're not going to get certain things like at, you do as a mom. Yeah. Like, as a mother, a, as a wife. Parental like parental instinct, but it's, it shows up differently. Like, it does. The way that his parental sh- um, instinct probably showed up was him saying, damn, if someone were to run in this house right now, the first people I'm going to protect is my kids. Because that's um, like, I don't care what anyone says. As I gotten older and even like really just like looking at things and how just just not even just about society, but like the genetic makeup of men and women, like we just show up differently. Yeah, we just show up differently because my fate, my my first instinct, if we were like and most women, even even like gay women, their their first instinct is not to like fight back. It's to like. Right. <laughs> so, like, right. don't leave it up to me to protect the family. Mm-hmm. Especially if I have a man laying next to me. Exactly. Like, exactly. and because, like, not every family is two to a man and a woman, mm-hmm. like, you're going to have to have those conversations because, like, I don't care how dressed up you are in men's clothing. Like, even a lot of masculine presenting women are like, I... <laughs> man i can't i can't right like no i've seen it yeah like I've they really it. be honest and mm-hmm. open and it's yeah. just like well why dress out like a man like <laughs> i get it i get it but like at the end of the day like you have to make a conscious decision like someone has to protect the home someone has to be able to like make that sacrifice mm-hmm. so I'm not saying that the masculine presented woman has to do it in, right. the, in the lesbian situation but somebody that that has to be a 
like a conversation. Just like Michelle was saying, like, I had to really, A, understand that him as a man, biologically, his brain is just not going to do that. No, for real. It's not going (laughs) to click that way. Not saying that men are dumb or men don't show up for their family. It's just that they show up differently. And we Mm -hmm. can't expect ourselves or a whole gender from a, the whole opposite gender, like that don't make sense. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's they have like, a com- and plus they have a completely different lived experience compared exactly. to women. So it's like, I, no matter how many times I explain certain shit to you, you're just or I explain to it. you how you need to show up. Like you're just not. You can try, and I I appreciate that. But sometimes, like if they don't get it, they just they just not gonna just get not it. gonna get it. I've just come to terms with that, and not even just with men that I just deal with, but even with like. Even if I, like, I haven't spoke to my dad in, like, years. But, like, even if I'm talking to my dad or, like, um, my brother or, like, a, a male cousin, like, they all they all like that. Like, I'll just come to terms that, like, y'all just not going to get certain shit. You're not going to get it. Just like we not going to get certain shit when yeah. it comes to men. It's a it's two completely embers, different experiences. Like, imagine how, and that's another thing. One thing that I have noticed is that now men are a lot more vocal about how they feel emotionally. And, I, and that's why I feel like there's a lot of jaded energy. Because there has mm-hmm. been times where, there are a lot of times where, and we're talking about, I'm talking about personal experience, but I'm also just talking communally because mm-hmm. we're always going to center black people and black women. Period. Um, and here's where I want to hold black women accountable. We dismiss men when they tell us like, ouch, that hurt. Mm-hmm. And I be and I was just talking about this on social media. Y'all be calling the men gay for, for like, anything. For it. Anything like it's, it was a whole debate on social media about how oh if a man smoke, smoke hookah, hookah that's feminine and that's gay y'all call men gay for y'all imply anything. they fucking their friends like what is that Why a man you- establishes boundaries and he's sassy. Like a man, a man y'all wants to hang out with his friends. Exactly. Wants to hang like, out what? with his actual friends. Like, an, how come a man or a man don't want your ugly ass? <laughs> and all of a sudden he has to be gay. Yeah, it how doesn't about you're make just sense. ugly? And it doesn't even mean like some of the baddest bitches be ugly as fuck. Not mm-hmm. because y'all look ugly, but your On spirit inside, is ugly. Your soul, and the your thing spirit. is, niggas really do pay attention to that type of stuff. They do. Like there was Brent Fires when he was on a million dollars worth of game. He was like, I started paying attention to how other women receive, receive you. And if they're not receiving you, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Because women naturally are not competitive. We were taught to be competitive. Yeah. I, I, I got to start like, I know that some people might call me a pick me, but we got to start holding black women accountable for certain Very shit. Very much honestly, so. I feel like black women, like I know we get, People think that we're black more tolerable. We're more tolerable of um of LGBT people, but I feel like we come across as that. But I feel like I'm not talking about me. I'm just talking about black women in general. Like y'all are very homophobic, homophobic, homophobic as and transphobic. Fuck. Yes, and y'all contribute to the problems that y'all be bitching and complaining about on social media. Oh, black men aren't affectionate. Black men aren't romantic. Well, when you sitting there calling them gay over everything, of course they're not going to be affectionate. Of course they're not going to get you the fucking flowers because exactly. you calling them gay over every fucking thing. Like, even it doesn't make sense. Even when they express their, their sexual needs or, or even how they react during sex. Like, bitches mad because niggas moaning? No, real I shit. Want my I man love to yodel. that shit. I love that shit. I, <laughs> I want you to yodel. You want to know why? Because I know that I'm like... 
it's an exchange. Like, why I got to be the loudest bitch in the room? Yeah. Like, you just got to be quiet. <laughs> like, that don't even make any sense. Real shit. We, we really do contribute to the problems that we be complaining about. And on top of that, I was talking... I was talking to my man. Oh, I hate the fact that I have to always say that because... That's I mean, I mean, I mean. My, I, it's just because, like, I don't... Like you said, I don't want to seem like a pick-me or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like I should be very proud of the person that I'm spending my time with. And yeah. I am very proud of him. Like, like all bullshit aside, like, I just love who he is as a person. That's why I'm kind of scared. But, like, I really love him, like... As a person, I think that he's, like, the one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. Like, I cannot lie. Mm-hmm. But we were having a conversation about the Joe Button podcast. Mm-hmm. Joe Button is one of my problematic faves. And here's why. <laughs> he, said, he said on his podcast, black women only accept black gay men when they're shucking and jiving. And I really... I really, at first I was like, I resent that. But then I said, let me look at how things are playing out. The mm-hmm. only time black women flock to black men is if they're like being a caricature of what we are. Mm. And then on top of that, if they're like their friend, like their bestie or whatever. Because you can, because I was talking to my other friend. Mm-hmm. He was like. Okay, so you like me being your friend. You like me, like, you know, when, especially, like, the ones that do hair and makeup and all all that yep. other stuff. Yep. Like, you like me when I can do your bust down and you I can beat your face. But when I tell you that your nigga is trying to fuck on me, not because I'm trying to be a bitch, but because I'm trying to protect <laughs> That's you. That's some real now ass shit. Now, all of a sudden, I'm the F word. And yes. I take And I take dick in the butt and mm-hmm. I'm this and I'm that. And a, I'm a like... A lot of black women, like... Black gay men for the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. They Only do. The, and trans women too. Yeah, because trans as women soon as, as well. They start getting attention from the from men that you find attractive. You know that's a man, right? Yeah, y'all what? be y'all be it be underlying it, homophobia in y'all. And what and if the nigga said, disgusting. "So what? Now yeah. what? Look at you, it's, dummy." It's, it's literally fucking disgusting. And it, and a lot of bitches claim to be allies of the LGBT community, but. When it comes to the men that they deal with, mm-hmm. like they'll deal with the most homophobic. hateful ass homophobic men ever. But then want to sit and be like, "Oh, I'm a LGBT ally. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my gay best friend." That doesn't make any sense. It how can you have how, how you can you have a gay best friend bringing, a, bringing him around someone who is actively saying how much they hate? No, him. real like, shit. It's like me having sense. it's like me having a white friend and she has a a a, 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 a white boyfriend that's racist as fuck and then says oh well he just doesn't agree with with black people how do you how, not agree how do you not agree with somebody's existence that doesn't make it any doesn't sense it doesn't make any sense y'all, y'all bitches are disgusting I'm y'all sorry are. y'all are y'all, y'all, y'all are, are disgusting and like and we really mean like we really mean disgusting no because y'all and a lot of it has to do with the fact that you know it is really hard for black women to find men to find love no it's hard it's, for heterosexual cis black women to have genuine connections with men without like shucking and jiving mm-hmm. we know but at some rate you lose all of your moral like your all of your you morale do. goes down the toilet mm-hmm. over a nigga over a nigga that has a fake Cuban on? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> like, 
For real. That's written luxury cars. And I'm not even going to sit up here and act like I wasn't once, because I'm 23 years old now. I'm about to be 24. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I wasn't once one of them girls. Like when I was like 16, 17, I was ignorant as fuck. I ain't know nothing about like social issues and the LGBT community. I was dealing with niggas that was like homophobic as fuck. Um, did not care either at the time. But it's like at some it point... Because had nothing to do. Exactly. That don't got nothing to do at with At some me. point, you have to educate yourself and you got to stop being ignorant. And I can pride myself on that. I'm always trying to be self-aware. I'm always trying to learn how I can be a better person. If I say something problematic, I always want for people to, to correct me. Yes. I'm never like... I've never been above criticism, like ever. I always want somebody to correct me because I want to be a good human being. And I feel like a lot of black women are not like that. Like they're just stuck in their ways. Honestly, not even just black women, but but just black people in general. Like, I feel like a lot of black people are just stuck in their ways. They don't mm-hmm. want to educate themselves. They don't want to open their minds. Like, have a different perspective. Like, stop being stupid. Stop being ignorant. Stop being dumb. Like, it's 2023. Like, but be fucking for real. Be fucking be for real. Be fucking for real. But to change the subject, um, let's talk about this TikTok music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly sick of it. Please. Um, we need to stop. Yeah. I just feel like, not even just TikTok music, but just like music of this generation, period. Like, I just, it's not original to me. I think that there's, I won't even say it's not original. I really feel, but I really feel like it has to do with, I always say this, like lack of reading. Like, lack of critical thinking. Nobody, like, actually thinks about things. And I feel like if you think about, like, the music from the 90s and the 80s and the 70s, like, they had all these activists and poets and stuff like that, like, critical thinkers. And because they thought so differently, the music was different. The fashion was different. Like, the TV was different. Now I just feel like everything is just, like, since we don't really... I'm not going to say we don't have no critical thinkers in in our generation at all, but it's not popular to be a thinker now. And then everybody be telling niggas shit ain't that deep. Yeah. Like, I get that on a daily basis. Yeah, me too. And it's just like, damn, like, I can't even really express my thoughts because, like, everything is so mindless. No, real shit. I get that a lot, too. It's not that deep. It's not that serious. But it is that deep. It is. And and maybe maybe it's some truth, too. Maybe certain things aren't that deep. But, like, why are you mad at me for thinking deeper into it? Like, is that a crime? It's not. <laughs> is like, it? Come on. Like, man. like, is that really bad? Like, I just really want to know. Like, yeah, I might look too deep into certain things, and I can acknowledge that, but I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I don't think it's a bad thing like, at all. Like, I like or, thinking deeply about shit. Or the shit that really gets me is that, like, people don't understand that there's a lot of, like, nuance to things. Like, I, it was, is. I was having a conversation with someone about... um desirability mm-hmm. right and it was after um it was after a certain event that i had went to and there was someone there that was not what was mixed or like multicultural i guess you could say because mm-hmm. they were hispanic and black and right. they were um very mean and nasty to me mm-hmm. um and they brought up like my desirability and was questioning why i was desirable um mm. And it had everything, like, it had everything to do with the fact that I was black and that I was um, darker. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the darkest person there. Right. And um, I was trying to tell them, like, this is, A, something that happens to me a lot. And there was, um, 
it was brought up that like I wouldn't understand because regardless of my skin tone, I have the body, I have the face, I have mm-hmm. the hair and all these things. Mm-hmm. So like they kind of negated my experience as a dark skinned woman because I have everything else. And it's just like little do you know that body type or my hair texture or anything wouldn't matter next to you because if a man, if there's men out here that only want light skinned women, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how you're shaped. It doesn't matter how, what you look like. They're automatically better than I am right. because of my skin tone. And I was trying to explain that, but I was like, I started to give up because it's just like. If people set in their ways, they set in their yeah, ways. And you have run with this narrative that I was called the fan favorite. And that really sat, sat really weird with me mm-hmm. because I should. As a friend, why would you say that? Right. I, Even I've, if it is a observation. Right. The way, like, you wouldn't understand because you, you're the fan favorite, so. And I'm like, mm. it It, it could have been, like, maybe a different way to yeah. word it or go about it. Yeah. Or go in a different direction with it. Like, you ain't have to say that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's ways to get your point across without being dismissive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I've never... I don't I don't like when people dismiss the experiences of dark skinned women. I do not like that. Especially if we're considered pretty. Like yeah. I, I know I know that I'm pretty. And I mm-hmm. know that I'm pretty to a wide wide range of people. I do. I right. really do. But I still get really backhanded under cutting comp- compliments. Mm-hmm. Um and then even even being around other uh people of other races or um mixed race and things of that nature questioning the validity of the people around us because of their attraction to me. How ugly do you think I would feel yeah. after that? Yeah. Like it's for fucked real. Up. It's fucked up. Um my 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 mom and sister, like I just growing up, I just always seen them like experience like colorism a lot. Like um, me and my sister, we used to be in daycare because my mom couldn't watch us. She she was working. So mm-hmm. we used to be in daycare and people used to be really be like, oh, like that's really like your sister. And I'm just like, yes. yes. Why wouldn't that be my sister? And like I would notice that kind of stuff. Like I didn't understand it when I was younger, but like as I got older, I'm just like, that was that was colorism. Cause why wouldn't she be my sister? Yeah. Cause I feel like me and my sister, we don't look exactly alike, but we have similarity some similarities. Yeah, y'all look alike. Y'all so, look alike. Yeah, so you can it's tell just that like, your sister is just one is like slightly darker than yeah, the other. Like, real she shit. Like mind. it was, it it was kind of confusing, but you know, it's it's just ignorance at the end of the day. I was having a conversation with my sister like a week ago about colorism, and she was telling me that she acknowledges that even though like she's she's brown skin, dark skin, um, she said it is certain like privileges, and I, I'm just speaking from what she was saying. Mm-hmm. I can't really speak because because I'm like lighter. But she was telling me that she didn't notice that it's like certain, like if you're a dark skinned girl with like a certain textured hair, like you might get. I definitely get treated. Yeah, better. she said she, like you get di- you get treated differently compared to like a dark skinned girl with like kinkier hair. Yeah, I um, I will never sit here and act like I don't get treated differently than someone yeah. who is more Afrocentric than I am. Mm-hmm. Like I know my hair is straight right now, but I do right. have curly hair. But it's like three between like. 3B and 4A. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. come on. Like, let's yeah. be fucking for real. Yeah, my sister, she said she noticed that a lot. Like, my, my sister, she has, 
Me, I have a very broad nose. I have very full lips. My sister, like, a lot of people be saying, like, oh, you look, to my sister, you look exotic. Like, you look like an Ethiopian because her features are very, like, you know how all Ethiopians, they, like, have them same They have, like, features. deep cheekbones. That's how my sister's features are. She has, are. like, a narrow yeah. nose. She has really full lips. She's gorgeous. Yes. She's really gorgeous. But she was telling me, like, that she noticed that when she would be around, like, she has another friend. I forget her name. I'm sorry. But she has another friend that has, like, features like mine. Mm-hmm. And she's dark-skinned. And she said she always noticed the difference in response. Even though they yeah. both experience colorism, she said she always noticed a difference in response between the two of them. And I can honestly <coughs> say the same. Like, I I noticed there's differences in how I'm treated versus, like, my darker counterparts that have... Because I have very small features. Right. My eyes are small. Mm-hmm. My nose is small. My lips are small. Right. Like I have very um my mom always says keen features. Like she always says that I look like a cat. Which <laughs> I do look like my cat. <laughs> but um like and she does too. So we've mm-hmm. always grown up with people just being like, Yeah, like you just look so different. I get mixed for I get mixed up for being like Afro Latino. Like most people mm. will assume that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, but why? Remember when we went to the reef? Oh yeah, and they did that. They did that to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. You gotta you like what are you like Dominican, yes. Puerto Rican? I'm like yeah. black. It's 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 really crazy. Like especially as a black girl, period. Like not even just talking about dark skin anymore, but just talking about just black girls, period. Like because they ask you, you if always you mixed. You, yeah, like you always get different responses from different men or just people in general, depending on what features you have, depending on what your hair texture is, depending on your weight. Like it's so it's very cr- crazy. I feel like it's an experience that no other race of women yes. have. Like. Is is specifically exclusive to us. Like mm. we experienced it. But you know what? I was watching this TikTok of mm-hmm. this this white girl who was like thicker. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie, she had a body on that. <laughs> she was dragging a wagon. But she was even saying how she's been treated. Like she experiences how we're treated. Like, but on the inverse, like black men really flock to her, mm-hmm. but white men are like. You're fat. Lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's crazy. Like how, hey, yo. how like different races of men will treat her and she finds solace in black men because they treat her like gold. And I'm like, damn. And that's, I and hope also, I don't sound And fu- she was, and she, I'm not going to say she wasn't pretty. Right. I'm just going to say that. There's definitely other women in other races that looked way better than her. Right, right. It sounds so fucked up when it come out, but it's funny. But she was really an average looking white woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a fat ass. <laughs> that, no, no. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was like, girl. Do you? I mean, this is a different. This topic. is a reference photo for my surgeon. <laughs> this is a different topic, but do you have? Because I want us. I want this episode to be like very vulnerable. But do you have any like body insecurities? Oh, for sure. I I feel for like sure. I have like recently. I feel like I've I've started developing some like me. For example, I'm very bow legged. I'm bow legged as fuck, and I'm very like. I'm knock knee. Not when I'm standing up, but sometimes when I'm sitting down, I'd be like that. <laughs> I'm very knock knee sometimes. Why so. would you do that? <laughs> but like, 
I hate that so much. And I feel like I have a very weird walk. Kayla keeps telling me, no, you don't. No, you don't. Like, your walk is She's like weird. overthinking it. So Maybe bad. I am overthinking it. But I feel like I have a very weird walk. So I've been insecure about that. But it's okay because I'm repping for the knock me bow-legged bitches, period. I'm going to be your representation. And I'm going to do it well. Nah. Um, <laughs> I'm also very insecure about, like, my teeth, my smile. I don't know why. Like, well, I do know why. When I was, a lot of people don't know this, but when I was in like high school, my teeth were like fucked up because I had like what you call an open, open bite. bite. So it's when like your top row doesn't touch your bottom row. So like in high school, my teeth was like slanted and then my, my bottom row was like this. Like it's it was like, like open. Yeah, like it's that. open. When you smile, it's like a gap in between. And now ever since then, I have gotten Invisalign. So my smile looks tremendously better. But it's like, it's only so much that Invisalign can fix. Yeah. And if I want to get it completely fixed. You got to get braces. I got to get I either a... braces or like orthodontic surgery. So I'm content. Got... I'm kind of content with my smile now. I am. I had it an looks... open bite too, but I, I, got, I got braces. But I got braces. I had braces on from fifth grade to 10th grade. So, oh, yeah. See, I've yeah. only been on Invisalign for like maybe like a year and a half. But um, my, my teeth look completely different like i'm i'm very happy with the way my teeth look now but sometimes i do get a little insecure like i have like i'd be feeling like if i from certain angles i look a mess and i really be tripping in my head because like for example i posted these pictures on instagram like my sister took some pictures of me while i was like in the mirror like straightening my hair or whatever and i was like wait i do be tripping i'm like my smile really is pretty like i really am pretty without a filter like what am i talking about i be tripping sometimes so I mean a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I be tripping a lot. I do. I be tripping a lot. Um and I'm also like very insecure about my weight cuz my weight is very up and down. Like I don't I can't explain it, but it's like some months I gain like a lot of weight. Like I'll be like the heaviest I ever been was like 130 and then like a couple months later I'll be like 100 100 pounds. And I, it's just I hate it so much. Like it's so Ooh. up and down. Um but I'm trying to learn how to love myself in my smaller stages just so as much as I like myself when I'm like when I'm heavier because I feel like if you only love yourself in one particular body shape you get connected to that mm-hmm. and then when it goes away it's like where where is your confidence at so I'm really trying to learn to love myself like um I I think I, I got a few insecurities <laughs> yeah Do you, I mean, with yours I have no boobs me neither I have B no cup boobs, committee but like I have a whole I'm really bottom heavy. Yeah, I got hips. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very slim, but I got hips and I got ass. Yeah, um, same. That's that's one and thing that's I'm thankful like, for. I just like that's like the most like m- my boobs. I mean, I have no boobs. Like you know, I struggle with like acne and hyperpigmentation, like mm-hmm. body acne too, and mm-hmm. eczema. So like those things. Um, I kind of just know that there's nothing that I can really do but, like, take care of my skin. And if there's a flare-up, there's a flare-up. So I've never allowed that to stop me from wearing my legs out or, you Mm -hmm. know, anything like that. But, like, I do definitely, like, I am very insecure about it. Mainly because, like, my my mom, I love you, girl, (laughs) but she definitely does, like, point all of my flaws out oh my god my like, mom used to do that when i was younger she still do it like you why you why you got your legs out and you got like like mm. my my mom used and to i'm do just that like, to us when we were younger and i told her i said it ain't ever stopped me from getting a fine ass nigga her it ain't ever <laughs> stopped me from getting a nigga period okay so once i realized that shit wasn't stopping me from getting the man that i wanted getting the woman that i wanted getting mm-hmm. whatever i wanted 
then like whatever. But I still hear her voice a lot. Like my biggest insecurities come from her. Mm. Like my biggest ones come from her. Right. I feel like I have to be perfect because she has made it very clear that I am in fact imperfect. I, I hope my sister don't hate me for this, but I'm my me and my, oh, me and my sister was having a conversation because my mom when we was younger. My mom used to always make certain comments. And I don't think it was, like, with, like, bad intent. I think that's just how, like, like the way she grew up, she's just very blunt with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't, like, really aware of, like, certain body issues or whatever. But I remember my sister, like, when we was younger, even though my sister is younger than me, she gained weight at a rapid uh, rate compared to me. And she used to get like a lot of stretch marks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, my and like cellulite. Always... And my mom used to be like, oh, see, you get you getting stretch marks and you getting cellulite because you're gaining weight. You're going to get big. Yeah, so you're going to be sister, big as a house. Yeah, my mom, my mom used to like always that. do that. So now, like, my sister, she had like a complex about her weight for a longest time. I hope she don't hate me for saying this. And if you do, I'm so sorry. But I was, this is just for like the sake of the podcast. But business related. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, now my sister, like, you know, she's more confident in herself, but, like, she definitely had, like, body issues growing up because of the stuff that my mom would say. Like, but I don't even think my mom said it just to be mean. I think, like, she grew up hearing it. Yeah. So that's what she would just say. Especially with, like, my skin. Like, I'm just, like, so paranoid. I'm, like, so paranoid. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I even remember, like, right before the first time I had sex with the person that I'm with, right? Well, not not with, but, mm-hmm. like, talking to right now. I was so, oh, I was just like, oh, I don't want to show myself. Like, right, right. Because, like, right before I got on the show, my mom was like, and you just going to be okay with your chest being out like that? Like, what? you don't think he going, like, you don't think he's going to say nothing? Like, I I just, if, if I were you, I wouldn't be able to do that. Right. And I'm like, ugh, damn, girl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so now I'm sitting here in the mirror like, would it be OD for me to just put makeup all over my body? Like that's that was my next right, thing right. to think was like put like come on mom help and me whole put this time foundation we really on be me. like sometimes your moms they can be the moms can be your biggest bullies sometimes and sometimes I don't think they realize it but like no, they, they can do be, you think so? the reason why I know that they do is because I told her like I be telling her like now I don't care I be like mommy when you said this this hurt my feelings and I had told her like she had said something um. What did she what did she say to me? She said some really wild ass shit. Like she basically said like no one will ever take me seriously cuz I always look like a whore. Mm. And I was like, "Damn, like or or even like in the situation I'm in now, like she basically like will be like she'll hear him say something really sweet to me and she was like, "He really don't take you seriously." Like Cause like you just be like you just be looking like a whore. Why would you want to go out with him or like or anything like? And sometimes I don't even be like looking like bad or like right. sluttish or anything. Right. Like it just be anything. Like mm-hmm. if we just be like hanging out, like he'll just come come to my house. Like mm-hmm. we just be in his car, like talking whatever. Right. And she'd be like, "Yeah, he say all that sweet shit to you, but like he don't fuck with you because." Like he just thinks you're easy. Like you giving up, you giving up twat in a car, and I was like, "Damn, a yeah. like you're equating like my sex life to how he treats me. Like you only know like mm-hmm. that I'm going out with him. Like you don't know what Nothing the else, nature really. of my relationship yeah. is with him. Yeah. And then on top of that, 
it's just like, damn, you really hurt my feelings. Like, why do you, why do you constantly make it a point to like make me feel lesser than myself? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of doing stuff like that? And I have the text messages to prove it. She said, kiss my ass. Wow. I was like, whoa. Wow. I'm like, yo, like you can't even he- you can't uh, even hear me. Uh, and she was like, I don't give a fuck. She said, I don't give a fuck. I say what the fuck I want. They don't realize like So she knows what she's doing. Yeah, like, like when when you do stuff like that, I don't think they understand like how like you're affecting like our relationship in the, even the future. Yeah. Because when you get old, <laughs> What if I want to put you in a nursing home or something like that? And I would like, never what? do that. I would never. Yeah, do I would that. never do that to my mom. But I'm just saying, but like, it's just like that's I, why I get why some women do that with yeah, their moms. I was just like the amount of like turmoil that she causes for no reason, and then and then she be like, all the stuff you do to me, and I'm like, I tell girl. you, you're wrong. All I say is like. You're wrong. Or if you say something really fucking weird, I'm going to say some real wild shit back. Mm-hmm. Was I wrong for telling you? You always worried about what the fuck I'm doing with my coochie. Maybe you should find <laughs> someone to eat yours. I'm crazy. I should have never said that. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, it's just like you can't keep on picking on me and yeah. then expect me to just exactly. sit there and yep. take it. And she was like, well, but- you should because I'm your mom. It doesn't matter. I, 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 I often find with my mom... um. I don't feel like we really have like as much conflict now, but I only feel like it's because I'm not in the house. Oh yeah, but that's why I'm trying to. Move when out. I was when I, I was go. when I was like in high school, like I remember she made my senior year very traumatizing for me. Like she gave me like she made me very feel very insecure about myself because, like I said in like another episode, like I grew up in a very religious household, almost like a cult like household. And when she found out I was fucking, I remember she told me that like I wasn't valuable. Like, oh, yeah, my mom told would, me that, too. Yeah, my mom, like, and she would pick on me, like, just pick on me. And I often find that now, sometimes I'm very numb towards my mom. Not sometimes, all the time. I feel like I'm very numb towards my mom because it's like, as much as I forgive you, I don't forget that kind of yeah. stuff. And it bothers me to this day. Like, that's how impactful it is. And yeah. that's why I've taking a route of just being like sex positive and like trying to embrace my sexuality because it's yeah. kind of like healing to me. It is it's healing, healing to me. me because I'm taking that back and I'm owning my sexuality and my power. That's really what it is for me. A lot of people look at it as just me being like, oh, she's a whore. Like just me being wild. But it's it's really healing for me because I really, my mom really made Did, me feel yeah, like shit feel for like just shit. participating in a normal human activity. Um, so I often find that like I'm very numb towards my mom. Like when she tries to give me hugs sometimes, like I'm just not affectionate towards her because yeah. I just don't forget that kind of stuff. It still impacts me that. to this day. So it's, it's it's very hard for me to just, I don't know, just be a little bit more vulnerable with my mom. I, I feel like it's baby steps. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's six, no, like seven years later and I, I still feel that way. Yeah. Um. But and now and now I find that she's like, oh, you know, like we're not, we're know, not as close. You're not, or we're you not don't close. say nothing to me. Um, you don't never come visit me. But it's like that's your and that's yeah, your fault. Like, I can't, you you just gonna have to deal with that. You gonna yeah, you gonna have to deal with that. Yeah, you you gonna have to deal with that. That's that's your fault. That it's like that. It's, it don't got nothing to do with me. I and didn't do anything. I'm not no deadbeat daughter. Nothing. That's your fault. Because what the fuck is a deadbeat daughter? I really don't owe you anything. I don't owe you anything. And that's what. 
parents need to understand is that your children owe you nothing because you mm-hmm. decided to have me. You decided that you wanted you me here. You decided to pop that coochie open yeah. and get nutted in. And especially <laughs> with my situation, I'm adopted. You made a very conscious decision to have like to for me to be That's here. very conscious. Like you made a very conscious decision. So mm-hmm. I don't owe you anything. Oh, I don't you owe you anything because I could have been with Sally Mae and um and Eric. Mm-hmm. I don't know if those were the them white people name that was about to adopt me, but I could have been there. <laughs> Shit. I could have. I could have been with anybody else, but they they let you take me. Mm-hmm. So your life is is supposed to be devoted to me because uh, you know that you wanted a kid. Yep. I'm an adult now, but mm-hmm. you still don't treat me like that. Mm-hmm. And even when I think about how I even view the person I'm talking to right now. Right. I think a lot of my trust issues come from her constantly saying, like, he just really think you a piece. What did she say to me? Like, she said this a couple weeks ago, too. Like, maybe, like, just over a month ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was actually, it was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Well, Valentine's weekend. Right. I was on my way out the door. And she said to my face, well, A, she's, I was like, we're going out to eat. And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, whatever. Because we always hanging out with each other, but it's right. usually I'm at his house or we're just outside my, my crib or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's just like more convenient that way, less money. Like, you know what I'm saying? And um, she was like, oh, I guess he decided to pay for the pussy this time. What? Whoa. <laughs> like, whoa I was there. like, what are you talking about, mom? And she was like, what did she say? She said, like, I don't, he doesn't see you as anything but a piece of pussy. He's just trying to keep you, he's just trying to keep you around. That's why he's doing that. But, like, he don't really like you like that. I hear him say that he like you and all that, but it's a lie. You know what? But that could also lie. be why you be, ha- you be a little anxious with him sometimes, yeah, too. Yeah, because she constantly tells saying. me that it's a lie. Like, she constantly is like, mm-hmm. nope. Nope. And I'm like, why do you feel that way? And she's just you like... You probably also fear like it not working out too because you want to prove your mom wrong. I want to prove my mom wrong. Yeah. And there's been... there's, But the thing is, I've been constantly met with people telling me, like even in my past relationships, like the last person I was with when we broke up, my mom was like, nobody's going to love you. Like nobody going to want to deal with you. Nobody going to love you the way that he did. But you said that the last time. So then when mm-hmm. I got with another person, now you're comfortable with that person. And you're like, nobody going to love him, love you like he did. No one's going to love you like he did. And it's like, or no one's going to love you except him. No one's going to want to be with you except him. And uh, like everybody around me was saying stuff like that. And it's just right. like, damn. So now that this person is here, it's the it's like all this op- apprehension. Like, oh, well... Like, cause it's not, it didn't move as fast as the rest mm-hmm. of them. Like, I'm not as like, I'm very protective over this. Like, I'm very, very protective over be. this because it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So because of that and because she's not all in my business and because she doesn't know much about him or whatever, like, and even he'd be like, she hates me. She hates me. And I'm like, no, she don't. She don't like the way I'm going about this. Yeah. Because she can't have her hand in it. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all about me. Nothing about you. And. It's about control. It's too. all about control. Yeah. And like, like, I'm like so sad because I second guess everything he say to me. Yeah. I, I like, think, I definitely think your, your mom has like a big 
Like that's a that's a big reason why you are a little anxious about yeah. this whole thing because she constantly in your head. On top of you already having anxiety. Yeah. Like, like he said, oh, I really appreciate you the other day, like through text. And I was at my desk like, <laughs> and I was like, damn, why do I react like that? Yeah. Like, why can't I really think that he likes me just because like I'm me and that's it? Like, right. I'd be like, okay, like... I know he just be wanting. To it's have something sex with to be me, so. said about moms who just like always. Want, I, so I I be feeling like sometimes moms want to live their life through their daughters. Yeah, like I I I don't know that that's just how I feel. I really feel like they be trying to live their life through their daughters, and because or they don't have nobody, like so they want their daughter to or be they their don't friend. Have no friends or no man, yeah. so like they try to live their life through their kids, and it's like you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you got separated. And like, I'm going to be like, I'm like, I can feel myself ruining every like potential relationship, friendship or otherwise, mm-hmm. because it's like, mm, like she never speaks life into anything. Right. Except me going to school mm-hmm. and like all the things that make her look good as a parent. But like the stuff that makes me happy, the people in my life that make me happy well, I don't know. And you can't trust everybody. And I heard what they said. They don't really like you like that. Or like even just talking down on the other people in my life. Like y'all both stupid for doing this, this and that. Like you've never had dumbass moments. Like it's just always It's always someone else. In, and in then when you say something to her about it, it's just like, I've never said that. I've never done that. And I'm like, yo, like niggas not fucking lying. Like, <laughs> yo, why would shit. I lie about some shit, shit like that? Like, <laughs> like why would I sit here and lie about this? Yeah, like, let's like, be fucking for real. Like, that's, some, that's any fucking thing to lie about. Yeah. And, if, and if niggas is actually lying about you telling me... Like, when she said that I lied about her telling me to kiss her ass after I told her something hurt my feelings, I said... <sighs> I just sent the screenshot. <laughs> I just sent the screenshot. She was like, oh, that's not me. My mom to this day... I said, oh, not, that's not me? Oh, that's not me? My mom to this day, like... I will never forget her telling me that I wasn't like valuable because like men, other men wouldn't like me because I I lost my virginity. And I'd be telling her to this day that she said How that. How would she'd they know like, that? She'd be like, oh, I never said that. Why would I just make why, that like, up? Why would I make that like, up? Why would, like, what do I actually get out of doing it? Like, I'm actually traumatized yeah. over it. So like, you think that I'm like trying to make up trauma? She says, she says that, oh, you try to make me seem like a bad yes, person. Yes, that's the favorite line. <laughs> Maybe you are a bad person. You are. Maybe you are. <laughs> and it's okay because you're, I, you are loved. Like, I love my mom exactly. to death. That's really my girl. And she's been there for me through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But you told me that that man thinks that I'm just a piece of pussy. And I can't get that out of my head. Yeah. Every time I'm around this man, I feel so insecure. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like all I am is sex to him. Mm-hmm. And that that could be further from the truth. That could be further from the truth. Right. Like, and there's times where it feels further than the truth, but always in the back of my head, I really be sitting here, remember, remember what you are to him. Right. And I have to, like, I really step out of myself. Yeah. I, I always, with me, just, with life in general, I just got to do what feels right for, to me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm wrong, then I'm, I'm wrong. wrong. If I fuck up and I make a bad decision, then I do. But I got to, I've been trying to learn how to just channel out other people's voices and stuff like that. Like, it's only... I'll, I'll come to my friends about certain stuff. Mm-hmm. I will, and I'll try to get their perspective on things because sometimes I really do be tripping. I really do yeah. be overthinking it. But at the end of the day, you still got to do 
what you feel is right because it's your life wrong or not wrong. <laughs> like you gotta yeah. you gotta just do you. So that's that's really where I'm at with life right now. And Same. I'm just hoping that I see it through. I'm hoping that I see it through. I'm about to turn twenty four in May and I'm very nervous because I feel like I'm about to be in my mid well I am about to be in my mid twenties and it's like I feel like I'm stepping into a new chapter. But Ooh. I'm gonna see it through. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna stop stressing. But that wraps up our episode. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this is a really good, raw, vulnerable yeah, episode. I feel like we deep. touched on different things. Um, y'all, don't forget we update our wholesome playlist every Friday. We be having like, also like artists. Like, if you're watching this, like if you want to be like in the playlist, like, you know, just slide us a DM. Yeah, like, I'll listen, if I like it, then I'll put it, I'll put it in also, there Also, if it's on Apple Music or, yes. or Spotify. Yes. Yeah. All the all you artists, niggas, and bitches out there, yes. please try your best to like put it on all streaming platforms. No matter if it's For like real. a throwaway song or anything, because niggas be fucking with it. it and it I awesome. can't, and I don't be using SoundCloud like that. Me either. I I absolutely. I hate only use SoundCloud. it for a specific person. <laughs> So stop doing that, please. I'm cracking up. Also, like any LG, like black LGBT artists, like please sing music because I really want to put, like I want to change the scope of like the music scene kind of yes. in a way in Philly. Like I want to uplift LGBT artists as well. So if you're one of those, Ooh, not please, if you're part of that, I ain't going to say if you're one of those, but if you're part of that community, <laughs> that's got it so fucked up. Sorry. But if you're part of that community, like make sure you reach out. Um, and yeah. it don't have to be pandering music either. Yeah. Like you don't have to be like doing like house music or, or anything like that. No. It could just be you're gay, you're straight, you're trans, you're whatever. Exactly. And you're making art. Like exactly. it don't period. have to be like mm-hmm. something that you would wear to the ballroom. I mean, listen to in the ballroom or something. Right. Like, like also, shout out to um, Creatives Kickback. We about to go to the event. Yes. We about I to have so I much don't... fun. Y'all see our, our outfits. Uh, how, how, how would you rate my outfit? Did I do good? I think it's a 10. Oh, period. I, it. <laughs> I will wear it. Period. But I think we like dress similarly. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm happy I got a 10 from Kayla. She like the fashion girl. I feel like I'm just People coming People think I am, but I really am not... <laughs> she is. She I, is. I pay attention to things, it. but like I really am just so, so lax. You know, this nigga told me that I could do more. I said I could. <laughs> <laughs> I'll crack it up. He but, was like, you know, I'm just. I, I'm ha- I'm content with this episode. Same. Very happy. But that ends everything. Um, make sure y'all follow Wholesome Black Girl at H E A. U-X-S-O-M-E, Black Girl. And that's it. I will see y'all next time. Bye.